Arizona, Arizona Sports, the local sports, local leader. sports leader, Burns and Gambo, the 4 o'clock reset, yeah. brought to you by Collins Comfort AC and Plumbing, proud home services partner of the Arizona Cardinals, 4 o'clock reset. Here we go with the top stories of the day on the Burns and Gambo show, a little thing we like to call the 4 o'clock reset. This is where you go to get caught up on everything going on in sports, and we're going to start with another loss for the Phoenix Suns. Losers last night to the Cleveland Cavaliers, 90-88 to to fall to 20-19 and on the season. But they played hard. They did. We're looking for whatever we can get out of this team right now because they're not giving us much in the win uh, column. I, I did better than being s- down 32 to the Knicks. I did want to see them play hard, play with an edge. They did. They Got kept it. it competitive. They just couldn't finish it at the nope, end. Nope. They had a 10-point lead at one point in the second half. But, you know, in the end, Donovan Mitchell makes a big pass to Mobley. knocks down the jumper after Landry Shamit had tied it with a three, which was preceded by Donovan Mitchell hitting a three. And the Suns had a final shot to tie it, and Mikael Bridges missed a short jump shot. Yep, so they finished the road trip 1-5. and five. Memphis, remarkably, was the only win on that trip. They've lost 7 of their last 8, 12 of their last 16. 2-8 without Booker. 2-8 two two, without Booker. 2-9 if you count in Denver, which I kind of do because they only played like 4 minutes, minutes in that okay. game, right? Currently 8th in the NBA's Western Conference. They return home. They take on the Miami Heat tomorrow night. For one of the last times this season, let's get an update on the Arizona Cardinals. We heard from Vance Joseph today, who confirmed he signed a contract extension this past summer. No specifics were given. He said it was for a couple of years. He was asked if the coaching staff has been reassured they'll be back next year. Here's what he said. I have not, um, but I'm not worried about that. Obviously, um, that's part of the business. You know, we're coaching to win a game on Sunday, and um, if it works out, we'll come back with a plan in the offseason to kind of fix everything because it's fixable. But we have not been uh, reassured of that, and that's okay. Yeah, you can't okay. assure Van Joseph he's coming back and not tell Cliff Kingsbury anything. That wouldn't go very well. So you have to make all these decisions at once. And if you're going to fire the head coach, and you're basically going to let the entire staff go. I mean, it will be up to the new coach to decide if he wants to bring any of those guys back or retain any of those guys. But, uh, you know, if you're going to hire a guy like a Sean, like Sean Payton, he's going to bring in his own staff. You're not going to... Maybe there's somebody that he likes on this staff that he keeps, but he's not going to keep half the staff. Look, Vance Joseph is a really smart guy. Vance Joseph has been fired before. Vance Joseph gets it. And I think 95% of coaches get it, too. They understand. They understand that they are in a profession where they're going to get fired, right? At some point, it happens to all of them, every single one of them, multiple times over the course of a career. That's the gig. That's part of it. And he was very matter-of-fact about all of that, I thought, when he met with the media today. Of course, this game against San Francisco is also J.J. Watt's final game in his illustrious NFL career. Last night, HBO's hard Knox gave us a little look at him during the recent episode. For these last 12 years in the NFL, every single offseason, every training camp, every season, I've poured everything into this game. And I've probably neglected important things in my life because of it. I've probably missed out on great opportunities because of it. But that's what I was willing to do to try and be great at this game. Was the first ever defensive touchdown in Houston Texans playoff history great? Absolutely. Was a three-sack game awesome? Yes. But anytime anybody asks me what my favorite memory of playing in the NFL is, it will never be a play. It will never be a touchdown, a sack. It will always be the people and the relationships and the experience. 
chibi guy afterwards or no? I think so. I think so. I I, I can really easily see him on a, in a studio show somewhere. You yeah, know, like a halftime show. once a week. Pre-game show, post-game sure. show. That, that's right. Very popular, very well-spoken. Yep. I, 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 think, I haven't heard that yet, but I would have, nobody. I would assume that he would have a job waiting for him. I would think so, too. And that seems to be where he would end up. Nothing official yet on the injury report for this game against San Francisco, but according to our own Tyler Drake, Kelvin Beecham and James Conner were back at practice today. The running back, though, stood off to the side during drills with his helmet off. No Zayvon Collins, no Robbie Anderson, no Jonathan Ledbetter or Antonio Hamilton or Chris Banjo. Meanwhile, 49ers wide receiver Debo Samuel could return turn after being injured in week 14 potentially. It says that he's got look, yeah, that uh, that gruesome ankle injury. He's not going to play unless he's 100%. So he got c- carted off the field in week 14. There was some thought that maybe he could return for this finale from that that high ankle sprain. Uh, but then, you know, they're not going to push it and hurt him before the playoffs. So they'll be interested. I'm sure they'd like to get him back. Uh, but if he does come back, they're saying, look, he's got to be close to 100% for him to be able to come back and play. And once again, if you're not aware, for the 49ers, there is very much an opportunity for them to claim the number one seed in the NFC this weekend. They would have to beat the Cardinals, and they would have to get the Giants to beat the Eagles. Both of those games are on exactly the same time, so neither team will have an advantage over the other when it comes to knowing what happened and knowing the outcome. You would think on the surface San Francisco would play to win with a shot at getting the number one seed, but they might also be scoreboard watching, and if Philly gets up by three touchdowns, maybe they call off the dogs. I don't know. Well, we'll especially see. with the way Philly's played recently. They're reeling, so you might think you've got a chance. I would expect they to go out there and play hard until, like you said, they, they know the outcome of the game in Philly. Alright, so headlines around the NFL. We passed along the news in the last segment. I'll bring it up here again in case we've got a new audience. Damar Hamlin is neurologically intact and showing improvement, according to his doctors. They held a press conference today. He's communicating with doctors. He's holding hands. He's He still has the tube in his throat, and so he's only writing down notes. He's not speaking yet, but his oxygen levels, everything's improving, and most importantly, so his great. brain functions appear to be yeah. normal. Uh, you, you couldn't ask for anything more. I mean, uh, prayers are answered right there. There has been no announcement by the NFL regarding anything permanent with Bills, Bengals, though it would seem as if the momentum right now is leaning towards they're just going to outright cancel that game and all of the fallout that would come from just Don't canceling like that it, game. Don't um, like yeah, it, but that was always an option we talked about. Titans have removed running back Derrick Henry from their injury report. He's ready to play in Saturday's AFC South deciding game against the Jags. Yeah, all four. I'm rooting for the Jags. Let's go. I would be too. Titus in Tennessee get in there and lose. Put the Jaguars in there. Yeah, good for Christian Kirk. Get into the postseason again. Trevor Trevor Lawrence is one of those quarterbacks that I think is past Kyler Murray. He has played very well. Yeah, who would you rather have right now? Honestly, Trevor Lawrence or Kyler Murray? Who would you pick? I would pick Trevor Lawrence. A lot of people would. I think a lot of people Lamar Jackson out of practice again today. Ravens head coach John uh, John Harbaugh would not comment on his playoff availability. Of course, for the Ravens, they they it's kind of a must win game for them this week against the Cincinnati Bengals if they want to have a shot at winning the North. Well, actually, it might not depending on what happens with the game. They're not going to make up. Lamar Jackson might not be available for the Ravens this postseason. John Harbaugh would not comment on that at yeah, all. Yeah, now you get into the talk of you know they got a franchise tag them and work on a new contract because he never got that contract extension done. Statement from. Michigan head coach Jim Harbaugh on his future after speculation about him making a return to the NFL. Quote, while no one knows what the future holds, I expect 
that I will be enthusiastically coaching Michigan in 2023, close quote. I expect to be. I expect. Worded it very carefully. Yes. But you have to, you know, you, what you don't want to do is you don't want to drag anything out because, you know, with the portal and everything now, guys, you don't want guys to think you're leaving and then all of a sudden, okay, coach isn't going to be here, so I'm bolting, I'm going to leave. And you're also trying to get other players to come in. You're always recruiting. So, you know, you've got, you can't let that drag out for weeks. You've got to say something. So he's saying, I expect the coach of Michigan. That should help a little bit. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Speaking of the portal and speaking of ASU, they lost another one of their better players from a year ago, kicker Carter Brown. Yeah, he was good. Announced he'll be entering the transfer portal. He was a perfect 33 of 33 on extra points. He made 11 of his 14 field goal attempts in a season long of 53. He was good. He was very good. He was. One special teams player of the conference, I think twice this past year. Yeah, he was good. Now, what's interesting is that our buddy Jay Feely's son, Jace, Jace Feely, had also announced his intentions to leave the program by entering the transfer portal. Does this change Does his he come mind? Now? now that the kicker that he basically lost out on the job too is we should be able to be in the portal. We should just be able to text Philly and ask. This should be able to be one of the easiest stories you've ever broken. Does but your you might kid want to give it come a shot. back now? It's <laughs> <laughs> just simple. Does your kid does come your back? Kid now? Let's go. Come back now. That's it. That's, does your kid come back now? <laughs> that should be easy to find out. Speaking of ASU, two local men's college basketball games on tap tonight. Let's ASU go. hosting Washington State. Bad Washington State team. Six and nine overall. One and three in the Pac-12. They've uh, Lost four consecutive road games. So ASU coming off of that tough loss at home to Arizona. They got behind really big. Then they came back, cut it to two. But Arizona was just too much for them. So ASU against Washington State. We will be off a tad early for that game. We'll be wrapping up at 5.30 tonight. Tip-off is at 6 o'clock. And then U of A ranked number five in the country. I've seen a lot of early bracketologies that say they're a number one seed right now. If the season were to end, they host Washington tonight. Coming off their win against ASU. Not a very good Washington team either. Um, they've dropped three in a row. Lost to Auburn, USC, and UCLA by a combined 61 points. They're 0-2 on the road. And U of A doesn't lose at home. They don't lose at home. They've got, like a, what is it, a 25-game winning streak at McHale? So should be a should be a win for should be a win for both of them. Both ASU and U of A should win today. Coyotes back in action tonight. They're taking on the Flyers at 5 o'clock. You'll hear that on ESPN Bobby 620. Clark is not walking through that door. Neither is Bill Barber. Is Andrew Chafin walking through that door for the Arizona Diamondbacks? Listen, I, I, I think there are some internal discussions going on right now from what I've heard about possibly bringing him back. Now, I don't know if that means I've kicked the tires on him and made any calls, but I think that that, that is a name. He has not signed with anybody yet. He's a good the sheriff. He's a good quality left-handed relief pitcher. I do think there are internal inve- uh, discussions going on right now about possibly bringing Andrew Chafin back. We'll see, we'll see where it goes. Yeah, we'll see where that ends up as well when we come back on the Burns and Gambo show. First, let me remind you, because this is an important message here. Christmas through New Year's Day is the lowest week of the year for blood donations, and January is the highest blood usage month of the year for patients. So please consider making a blood donation on Sunday, January 8th at Vitalance Saving Arizona Blood Drive. Schedule your appointment now at vitalant.org slash save AZ. 